there's a lot of like gray area on how to operate there. So nothing is ever set for sure in those countries unless you have the connection, you know what I mean? This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today, we have Giovanni. Giovanni is a real estate investor who started his real estate investing career in Las Vegas and eventually moved to the Bay Area. In this episode, we'll talk about potential investing opportunities in Vietnam, as well as the pros and cons to investing overseas. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the show and leave a review. We release episodes every Wednesday and Sunday and release the show notes on our site, everythingrei.com. Enjoy. All right. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know who you are and how you got into investing. Well, my name is uh, Giovanni. I've been uh, kind of like an amateur real estate investor for the last uh, five, ten years, you know, buying and selling houses here in the uh, Bay Area and also in uh, uh, Las Vegas when the market was, was, was on a downturn. So it's, it's been a great adventure and I love what I'm doing. Awesome. And so what are you doing now? Now I'm a full-time uh, real estate investor. I used to run a, print, a family print shop for uh, 25 years, since 1994, and uh, I sold that business right before I met you. I think uh, we met at the meetup, and you know, I just said, you know, I closed out my uh, my printing business, and I'm doing real estate full-time. Awesome! Congratulations. Well, go ahead and tell us about some of the deals you've been up to. Well, you know, the last deal was the biggest in my portfolio. We found a property up in uh, Island Rock Hills. Beautiful place, you know. I mean, very big lot. Uh, the house is, is is a basket case because the previous investor, uh, you know, stripped it down and and they they had big plans for this place. Maybe like you know, three four hundred thousand dollar in rehab to rebuild it back to like uh, you know something that's, that's that's very nice for the neighborhood and then flip it. So that that is what we uh, we're trying to do. We you know we're trying to continue on where the previous investor uh, faltered. Right after we uh, closed on the property up, up, up in, uh, call, I call it Mahoney because that's where the house is. And Mahoney, you know, I took a trip to um, Vietnam uh, and Thailand and basically, you know, the Southeast uh, Asia to see any kind of other opportunity to to invest into real estate. Once you have a passion to do something with, uh, with real estate, it's always been in my mind, you know, I mean, once I was doing full-time printing, uh, you know, I thought about doing real estate, but I just quite never got the guts or the, the drive to actually, you know, I know how hard it is to quit something that you've been doing for 25 years and move on to a new field. My mom basically is, 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 a, is a, we call her the slumlord of San Diego because she has a lot of apartments and then, and, and, you know, she rents them out, she rehabs it. She's been doing it for her whole life and, you know, she's been trying to get us to do it, but uh, somehow we stuck with printing for the last 25, 30 years. Uh, we never got into real estate, which would have been the right choice if I if I had to look back, uh, you know, what what to do 25 years ago. And, and you know, ever since I've been doing this for the last, uh, I think it was like four or five months full time, I met a lot of nice connection. You know, there's so much money out there to be made. The opportunity is, is endless. And we all know, you know, 99% uh, of the people that get rich, they, they get rich from, from, from real estate, not just rich, but, you know, a rewarding income, uh, financial freedom. That's what we kind of like everybody is, is, uh, is gearing towards. Mm -hmm. Talk about your largest property on Mahoney. What did you actually do to it? What did you guys get it for? And how much did you make on the back end? Uh, this property, when the previous investor came in, they uh, 
they, they took a hard money loan. They bought it for seven fifty, uh, and as as with all partnership, you know, I mean, if one of the legs is uh, teeter tottering or pull out, the other three legs got to, you know, they they got to handle it. But uh, apparently, it didn't work out for them, so uh, they put back instead of going uh, bankruptcy, they put they had a deal with the hard money loan lender to put back the property as a short sale. Um, so they paid seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for this property. Uh, you know, right now is it's only an eleven hundred square foot with the that's it. You know, eleven hundred square foot house. But if you actually come and visit the property, you can see that it has can have some potential to be, uh, you know, twenty five hundred square foot with an ADU, with the, you know the storage shed, with a garage. Uh, you know, it could be nicely landscaped. It's in a pretty decent neighborhood. I'm not saying you know it's, it's up in the way hills. It's kind of like right in the middle of. Uh, downtown and Adam Rock Hills. So, you know, it's right in the sweet spot where you're not driving up, you know, 10 minutes up the hills. You just go like five minutes from the freeway. Um, and when I spec'd it out, uh, it, it was perfect. It's perfect for what I want to do because, you know, I'm kind of the kind of person where I like to have a property work that has a lot of potential for rental purpose. You know, you can actually live here uh, and then rent it out or you can have, uh, you know, live in the ADU and rent out the main house. And the main house can be split in different ways. You know, you can do Airbnb. Uh, it has RV parking. It has, you know, two driveways. It's, it's just basically, uh, if I had like, you know, a dream home under uh, a million bucks, I would buy this home. We got in it for, there's listed for 629. Uh, there were six people that was uh, in it to buy it. Uh, and we got it for 655 with a 10,000 rebate, you know, uh, on the on the back end. So 645. Paid it with cash, closed within 10 days. And, you know, when I met you, I was so happy that, you know, uh, it closed that day. So I was ecstatic. But <laughs> there's always a but why this property is, is, is priced the way it is because it needs about $300,000 in, 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 in uh, rehab. Wow. Uh, you know, and which is basically it's, it's stripped down to the bone. So it needs landscaping. It needs a, a complete uh, overhaul. But the potential to make it to a nice house, you know, something that's worth about, we did the comp on it, it's worth about, you know, 1.1, 1.2 million dollars. Yeah, it depends on how you configure, you know, and depends on the market. I'm not saying the market's gonna, you know, be uh, 1.2, but it could be 1.3, 1.4. We don't know, you know, within a year and a half or 18 months, uh, the timeline that we're gonna rehab this this property, how much it's worth. But in my view, you know I mean? And uh, I see a lot of potential in this house and that's the reason why I, I give it 110 percent to uh, to buy this property, and we bought it with cash. Basically, you know, uh, I came in there without a lot of uh, funds, but uh, in the end, we got enough uh, cardhold cash from the investor to just to just close it out with no contingency. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. you have no holding costs, right? Because it's all purchased with cash. Yep. No, uh, we didn't have to buy insurance or anything. It was just a you know, I mean, buy as is. You know, we didn't care if it had like a foundation problem or anything like that because you know, when I talked with the people around me. I said, if you stick him money here, trust me. Give me a 18 month to 24 months uh, to draw the plans, to get the contractor, to do a, a A to Z complete rehab. And it's major work. It's, I'm not saying you know you go in there, you fix a kitchen or something. You go in there, you build a new kitchen, you you know making new foundation. You're getting permits. You're getting like you know uh, city involved. You're getting contractor. You're getting like cranes to you know carry stuff in there. It's just uh, you know it's it's major work. Uh, and it and and. I think I have the, 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 the connection to get put it all together. Uh, and that's why, you know, the people that uh, was involved with me, they, they okay with the, the project. So when, 
uh, how far are you guys in this project? Well, I took a month off uh, to go to Vietnam with uh, some of my business partner. And just, you know, it's more like a business uh, and personal trip just because I worked so hard on Mahoney. And in one month, I ran uh, you know that much money in cold hard cash to buy this property. And so I just kind of need, I want to need a, need a little break and see how the, the market is are in Southeast Asia, which is, in the good news, it's like, oh man, you know, I wish I would just uh, went to Vietnam and Thailand because, uh, you know, stuff over there, <laughs> people are making millions because they're buying a, little, a lot of lands. And then uh, the Chinese or, you know, some other nationalities come in there and then they're building factories. Vietnam is, is a it's a big economy now, you know, they're, they're a growing economy. So there's a multinational going there investing in Vietnam and they need space to build their factory. So, That's right. You know, yeah. So people are buying land for 20, 30,000 bucks. They're selling it for, you know, eight, nine hundred thousand bucks. Wow. It's like, a, it's like, yeah, it's like a gold, gold, gold mine. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, you know, to go to uh, Southeast Asia and invest in there is like a crapshoot because first you got to have, it's not business as usual, uh, like like United States where there's legality. Over there, you, there's there's like a lot of gray area, and you can lose a lot of money. And I know people that lost a lot of money because they don't know how to you know niggle naggle with the. Basically, it comes down to bribing officials. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's how it works over there. You know. How did you even get connected with people in Vietnam for real estate investing purposes? That's a good question because uh, my whole life I've been very inquisitive. I'm very curious. So when I see something, even if I don't have any connection, I go make the connection. I'll go out there and talk to people. You know, I, I do a lot of footwork. I go to my friends. I would have uh, would refer me to some other people, or they would, uh, you know, uh, give me a connection. So I start like you know, once I start into this trade, uh, I started asking people that I know. You know. Uh, hook me up with other people I know, then then I go there. I take a tour of like you know a vacant land, or uh, they they would start you know people like to talk. So and if they make a lot of money, they you know they want to sh- either show off or they want to like you know help you if you're a nice person. So uh, in that way, you know just just basically pound the beat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean my friend he did that in December. I think he bought some raw land in Vietnam. And mm-hmm. then within three months, they sold it and he made a $100,000 profit. Yeah, and that's like a pretty normal. <laughs> but you got to have a, I would say, you know, a lot of guts to do that because that's, all you get is a piece of paper and then, you know, the communists or the, they basically call the land police or whatever. They can just go in there and, hey, you know what, this is mine. So, and then you have to, you know, lawyers are not that great over there. So it's all about who you know and the connection and how much you're willing to pull out your own pocket for. They call it coffee money, which is... Uh, you know, give it to the officials so they can have their nice coffee and look the other way, you know, for, um, and the building uh, codes over there is horrendous. There is no building codes. You, you do whatever you want, you know, I mean, you basically, you want to build a bathroom or, or 10 bathroom, just, uh, you know, shove them five, 10,000 bucks for coffee money and do whatever you like with your, with your land. You know, it's, it's like the wild, wild west. Uh, so are you, are you doing it mostly in Hanoi or Ho Chi Minh City or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're doing it in, uh, Ho Chi Minh City and, uh, actually Ho Chi Minh City is, uh, there's not much opportunity in there anymore. Uh, all the, it's already all built out. It's not all built out. It's all bought up by either the Chinese national uh, or the 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 one percent of the Vietnamese that owns the real estate. So it's very hard to get connected in Ho Chi Minh City, uh, like you know the suburb. But when you get out uh, within a hundred kilometer, uh, I would say fifty miles outside the city, 
then you start seeing more opportunity because uh, there's vacant lands there and you know the like Wung Tao is uh, about I think like a hundred miles away where you can actually buy some beach property and then you know invest in that and so then just, like who is who is your end buyer that you're trying to flip this land to I, I haven't got to that far yet I haven't owned any property in, in Vietnam but uh, hopefully my next trip you know when I have enough uh, capital I will start buying some stuff there but I'm hoping it's just to buy and hold it and then once it uh, appreciate and then uh, live it you know what I mean there's no reason for me to I don't like to live over there because because you know I'm used to the American way so I like to invest over there but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't stay there long you know what I mean I'm yeah, I got it. Max. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was there for the winter, and it was it was a lot of fun, but it was super hot. So I can only imagine how crazy it is during the actual summertime. Just like yeah, the humidity is hundred percent. It's it's unbearable. You know, I mean, I live in Vegas, and Vegas is really hot for a year yeah. and a half, and then Vietnam is twice as worse. It's not yeah. fun at all. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I yeah. was in like a tank top and shorts, and I was sweating like crazy. In, like, yeah, yeah. Christmas. I, I, took, I took three shower a day, so you know, you see how bad it is. Jeez. But uh, if you have the guts to invest into uh, you know, the two places that I went to was Thailand and uh, and Vietnam. Thailand is, is awesome. I have friends in Thailand who's buying like, you know, um, apartment condos, you know, two two bedroom apartments for like 65,000 bucks, you know, fully furnished. It's beautiful. It's something that would cost four or $500,000 comparably in the Bay Area. You know? And then what is he renting them out for? Um, that I haven't got to that part, but it's like a resort rental. So they do Airbnb and, you know, I mean, the one person that I know in Vietnam, he bought a, a condo for $200,000. It's a pretty nice one, and they're getting about 1200 bucks in, in rental a month. You know? Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like you said, the risk is that one day the government can just come and like take your property away, and then that's it. Like you're yeah, done. yeah, it's, it's, that's the risk right there. It's, it's not just the government, it's just there's a lot of like gray area on how to operate there, so nothing is ever set for sure in those country unless you have the connection you know i mean it's just crazy how the the one percent lives over there and then the common people is just there's such a diverse uh you know wage uh difference you know in living style is just mind-boggling dude in vietnam if you make 500 bucks a month that's considered like top tier right you know, oh like, yeah you're doing pretty yeah. good for yourself yeah you know i mean like uh above above over here at least 10 bucks over there is what like a dollar and it's good fun too. Yes. I had a good time. <laughs> you know, uh, you sit outside great. on the little stools. It's great. Uh huh. It's great. Yeah. So I like going there to visit and then just uh, you know seeing my uh, some of my relatives or my my connection. But uh, to live there, you know, it's just too crowded. Uh, but I would love one day to buy some kind of beach property, you know, near the coastal area, or where I was born, which is Vung Tao, which is uh, by the coast, and then uh, just you know you know live in a little small uh area and then rent out the rest you know i'm like that I, I don't like to own too much stuff but i like to own it and then have it pay for itself you know that's always been my model uh, i have a lot of cars you know like right now i have six seven cars but they're all for rent so i get to, i get to drive it but then i get to make money on it also yeah smart so imagine someone wants to get into investing overseas you know what is something that they need to have to even try to get started well, you need to have some kind of uh, a person over there you can trust that can do the legwork for you. Uh, my advantage is that uh, my wife, she has uh, a connection over there where there's a guy that actually all he does is just go and look for land. Uh, somebody that we can trust, you know what I mean? And he's been doing that for a long time. So have uh, somebody locally that know what they're doing and then, you know, fund the money over there for them to 
to to to you know you actually pay them to do the legwork for you because you know you, you can't be over there and then uh, that person knows the legality of how to operate locally you know so it's kind of like a consulting fee you're paying him or is he getting like equity as part of your deal as well again both you know i mean sometimes he he'll, he'll go in with uh, some of my people and then uh, he will invest together or he'll see that something that he doesn't have capital to buy and go hey this this one looks like it has potential uh, so there was a couple of deal where you know I I missed that where they could have uh, like they made a lot of money they they you know they bought uh, let's see I think they paid like I don't know I can't remember the details but a thousand fold in appreciation cost because uh, there's this one brand of yogurt in Vietnam Vina Milk uh, is super popular so they need to open a factory and <laughs> and it, it needs to be close to uh, to Ho Chi Minh City so and they they have to open a factory near that land where my friend bought and then you know they, they paid you know her a lot of rental to rent the land not just to buy it back she won't sell it but she, uh, she rent out the, the the plot of land for that yogurt factory and they're doing very really well they want to expand to the next piece of land you know and so yeah if we had a chance just go out and just buy anything you see there you know it's cheap Jeez, well well west indeed so like high yeah. risk high return exactly and that's how my motto is i love high risk high return <laughs> I, you know, I play a lot of poker when i was young i still do and uh, i race car I, I do a lot of high risk stuff because you know the rewards are great you know also the losses are humongous you know <laughs> <laughs> as you know yeah i, I rest with your blog you know you had some losses which is kind of mind-boggling you know what I mean? Yeah, but man, I didn't have that high risk mentality. He was just like, wow, I didn't realize how risky it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably yeah. even worse, right? You don't even know what you're getting yourself into. I, exactly. You know, but uh, with real estate, you know, especially with commercial real estate, which uh, in the end where I want to be end up is, uh, is buying commercial real estate, it's even riskier than, than residential real estate. Uh, just because, you know, uh, business go out of business and, you know, they can't, they can't always pay you. And, you know, with the politics and the way things are going, it just... So much up in the air, you know. Right. Uh, and for the most part, too, it's just residential it's on a cheaper price point. Even if something really bad happens, usually because it's on a smaller scale, you're liquid right. enough on a personal level to be able to, you know, absorb that damage. Right. But if you have a problem with your $100 million factory, <laughs> you're done. Game exactly. Over. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I want to get in commercial because that's, that's where I'm passionate about is commercial real estate. But I got, like I said, I got to do one step at a time. It's, Start buying commercial property. I mean, buying residential property, uh, getting it rented or flipped, and then having the capital to actually go into commercial real estate. You know. So, what does it take to purchase property? Like, are you talking about hundred thousand dollar plots of land, or are they like fifty thousand? In Vietnam, or, uh, or in Vietnam, yeah. Just, yeah, you look at it. everything that I looked at is under hundred thousand know? dollars, mm-hmm. and they're huge. They're like you know, farming lands or lands that has could be potential, but. I say you have to hold on to it for, I don't know. Uh, I, I like to hold on to stuff for at least five, ten years if I can handle it. You know, to see. So it's like a slow play, right? Like you have extra money, put some over there. Right, right. You know, right. and, and uh, most likely, you know, what I mean, they don't make any more land, so and and, and Asian, they're, they're making a lot of people out there. So, you know, eventually they gotta expand somewhere, just like Bay Area. You know, just. The Bay Area is, is so condensed right now. They're moving, uh, you know, or towards like uh, South San Jose or Morgan Hill, you know, or towards, you know, just, just just things are expanding. I mean, in Asia, mostly they just built up. You built up and they have little, little, little condos inside right. each of the apartments yeah. and it costs a bunch of money. 
Yep, yep. Yeah. 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 In Ho Chi Minh City is it's so packed and condensed. I mean the apartments are there are comparable to the prices, you know, in New York or in, in the Bay Area. They're pretty pricey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So are you gonna like what's your strategy now? Are you gonna continue doing both? It, you know, buying properties. Yeah, since here I, I'm uh I'm kinda a newbie in uh in, in, in real estate investing, you know. I'm not slowing down. I just need to build my my portfolio up locally so i can have uh you know bullets to start shooting <laughs> do you have more yeah. i mean it seems like your capital is pretty tied up in your one deal in yeah this one deal so I'm, I'm putting about 18 a year to 18 months into mahoney uh the the alan brock uh, deal uh until i can liquidate out of it and you know uh, get my share out of it and then start doing stuff that's uh you know either in uh, asia or i'm hoping uh i have a sense that the market is going to have a a slight downturn so you know land property might be cheaper uh, within two or three years here nice so do you ever plan on like doing some development stuff in vietnam too or are you just going to do a straight land place i don't think i'm going to get into development it's just it's just so much you have to be there you know to oversee and there's really nobody that i can trust fully to actually handle the project that big because for example in the America or wherever project I do, I like to be very hands-on. I like to talk to the contractor. I like to, you know, see the material. I like to like kind of like from A to Z, I want to be involved. But if you go somewhere like, you know, 11,000 miles away, you know, that's, that's so much you can do to be involved in a project. So I like to in invest into something, but I wouldn't develop anything overseas. Unless, that's true. Uh, yeah, unless I'm there, you know what I mean? And you probably can't like supervise them on the quality of their work too. Yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? And then, uh, yeah, uh, and there's too much fraud that's happening, you know, with the uh, with people even you trust or you don't trust. It just has to have a nature of the business they work over there. You know, they can quote you something, they can, you know, for material, and they can put some other stuff in there. And you never know, you know, what they're gonna replace it with. You know, and it's over in Asia, which is replica city. You know, <laughs> you can you, anything can be replicated. They, they're replicating rice, they're replicating like you know wine, beer. You know, anything is can be replicated. So nothing if you buy like you know a million dollar tile it could be you know hundred thousand dollar replica tile you never know you can't tell you know what I mean? that's true i yeah. mean i've heard people like they make plastic right plastic rice they feed the people exactly. or like uh -huh. yeah. the coffee is like not it's like oil or something i don't know something mm -hmm. crazy like ugh. yeah the infrastructure with the uh, you know infringement copyright is just so weak in china and vietnam and thailand and you know it's just basically you know the wild wild west everything is like you know at your own risk so but in, in terms of real estate, you know, it's a lot of potential to be made, but that's a very, very high risk. So how much of your like portfolio do you think you would dedicate to these like high risk investments? You know, as if I get older, when I'm start more get to the retiring age, and I'm doing very well in the United States, then I would like to go over to uh, those countries and start uh, investing over there. Just because I want to go back to our, my homeland, which is Vietnam. I, I left when I was seven years old. And when I came back, it feels very, you know, it feels very nice to be back in your homeland and, you know, talking the same language that you're, you're you know, uh, where, where we were born. And mainly the potential, what we learned from America, you can bring that system over to, uh, you know, Vietnam or Southeast and kind of like replicate it there. And then, uh, you know, I'm not trying to just be a multi-billionaire or try to be rich and have nothing, but I just want to show, you know, bring the system that we have over in the United States, you know, the way to work it into a different country. And I just think it's better. That's really cool. So do you have any advice for any new investors who are just getting started? Well, um, 
when I started the Giovanni Real Estate Investing Company, it's basically, um, I'm just trying to get people I know. So my advice for people that, that just get started is, is contact your friends and family first because there's all the ways to always be the one that, that helps you. You know, I mean, your, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister. And they all have money if they're working a regular job or, you know, they all have some kind of money where they could be invested into stocks, into real estate. But from what I've seen, real estate is the only thing that kind of actually, you know, pay back. And then you can actually hold, um, you know, a title to it and it appreciate in value. So, you know, and then so many people has done it so long that uh, it's kind of like, you know, there's really hard, hardly a way you can lose money unless you're very unlucky or you. Uh, <laughs> unless you kind of hit that jackpot or like you know that 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 spot where you know all the negative things lined up and then you start losing money you know I mean, but for me i haven't lost money in real estate just because i haven't invested too much into real estate to, to lose a lot but you know I'll, I'll i bought a house in vegas for sixty thousand dollars with a credit card you know paid off and a few years later it sold for two hundred thousand dollars and all the turn time i had you know rental income and I had a place to go when I want to go to Vegas and play poker. You know, that's what's so, up. That's the dream. Yeah, yeah. As you can see, most of my friend goes. You know, I mean, I, I like your lifestyle. You don't have to go to work. You, you know, uh, now, and uh, you barely work before. But you know, I, I do everything I want because you know I kind of like set it up that way. You know, to have passive income. That's 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 the one thing that I I want to uh, get everybody to see. You know, you don't have to go and grind nine to five, and kind of like you know be unhappy about it you know find a way to make money with passive income do rentals uh, i rent my maserati out you know i'm paying uh what six seven hundred bucks a month for it you know and, but within two three days of rental you know uh, it pays off the the bill and then you know pays so the you insurance. just throw it yeah i throw it and there's you know friends that uh wants to have a nice car go on a date or something you know and they, they kick me a few hundred dollars you know i trust them you know they have insurance you know that's like the smart way to do it, man. Like you, you, you could buy like a, a Lamborghini, Maserati, right? And then just yeah. rent them out yeah. for a couple of days of the month. Right. Money's money, money right? As long as you make money doing your work or you make money, you know, renting stuff out. And, you know, while I go and hiking or biking, which, uh, you know, the thing I love to do and, you know, your cars and your house are making the money, making the money for you. It's easier said than done. You know, of course, everybody knows the process, but to actually, you know, put into, into work, it's, it's a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you said that you started, you know, 25 years ago. You could have done real estate investing. What do you think you would have done back then if you knew what you knew now? I, I really don't regret stuff, but that's what my one biggest regret is. I should have, I, I would have, looking back 25 years ago, instead of going to the printing business and then printing newspaper and directories, uh, if, I, if I started with my friends who, would, who did, uh, who sold mobile home, you know, and now he's like, we call him the king of mobile home because, he, you know, he's probably the the top mobile home uh, real estate uh, guy. When I had that chance to start in real estate, I should have took it, but uh, I wanted to help the family, so you know, I chose printing, and it made a, a decent living. I'm not, I'm not complaining, but you know, with the real estate doing that, uh, I would have been a lot better off. You know, I wouldn't have to like go ask investors to go buy a six hundred fifty dollar house. I probably could have just paid off with my, you know, chump change or whatever. <laughs> So I guess the moral of the story is, you know, if you have something good, start early. Yeah, exactly. Start early. I mean, and it's never too late to start. Right, right now, I'm I'm almost fifty years old, and I'm just starting doing real estate investing. And you know, I don't think it's that late. You know, I have twenty, thirty good year left to live. So, and you can get a lot accomplished in a short amount of time. You know, uh, within two, three months, you know, I close 
on that Mahoney place, and that was hundred six hundred fifty thousand dollars. And before that, you know, I didn't have much property at all. Yeah, so you can get a lot done within a short amount of time if yep. you put your mind into it. If you go out there and hustle, the main word is hustle. <laughs> Work hard, hustle. Yeah. All right, man. Do you have any last tips for our listeners before we end the show today? The only tip I would give you is just, you know, do something that you're passionate about. You know, if you love the real estate, go for it. If you love, you know, coding, go for it. You know what I mean? Whatever you love to do, you never get bored of it, you know? Just like I see uh, you doing what you love to do. And I, I'm sure you're not bored talking to new people and getting new, you know, feedback from, from real estate or investing or, you know, any kind of like lifestyle uh, advice. You know, it's, it's fun. Yeah, Dude, I love it every day, man. Yeah, that's great. Do whatever you love every day and you never have to work a day in your life. Absolutely. All right, Giovanni, how can people get in contact with you? Uh, I'm on Facebook, and uh, I have my website, uh, greigllc.com, which is uh, Giovanni Real Estate Investment Group, llc.com, uh, and all my stuff around there. You know, I, mean, I basically do crowdfunding real, uh, real estate investments. So we get a bunch of people together, buy property, uh, get my contractor in, fix it up, flip it, split the money, Nothing under the table, nothing like, you know, shady. It's just basic uh, investing. Do you yeah. mind if I ask you, how do you structure that? It's an LLC. Yeah, it's a corporation. It's an investment corporation. So uh, kind of like crowdfunding. So say if you uh, house a million dollars, you put in 100,000 bucks, that's uh, 10%. So you own 10% of, of the property, then I'll take my management fees out of there. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. for you to like handle the deal and stuff, you get a cut. Mm-hmm. And everyone who puts the money in. So it's kind of like a syndication, basically, right? Correct, but yeah. Maybe on a smaller scale. Yeah. Cool. Yep, yep. So that way we can, uh, and, you know, one person can't really buy a million-dollar uh, apartment, but you put two people or three people or four or five people together, you know, it gets a lot easier to, to acquire assets and divide up the profits. I like that structure. It's really smart. All right, Giovanni, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. No problem. I'll see you again. Bye-bye. Bye. Here are some of the key takeaways from this episode. Investing in Vietnam or in other third world countries can be potentially very lucrative. There are large companies that are building new factories that need a lot of land and will pay you a huge multiple of your initial investment. It's also incredibly risky, and the government can just come and seize your assets at any time and deny your claim to the land. It's something fun to look into, but may not be a sustainable strategy for the long term. Hope you all learned a lot. You can find the show notes on our site, everythingrei.com. Thanks, and have a great day. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating. It'll take less than a second, and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at seanpanrealty at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N-P-A-N-R-E-A-L-T-Y at gmail.com. Thanks, and have a great day.